0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back everyone to another grand week with Kent and the steering team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my dear friends, Bianca and yes. Philip. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He decided that this was the time to change over his internet plan just as he couldn't go outside. Anyway, on with the show. Now, look, before I get into how we all are, can I just point out that last week we couldn't fathom how on earth we weren't in a lockdown already but now we can comfortably say we are in lockdown now
1: i mean i feel like
2: i can but you two still have to go in for work so i mean one of us is definitely in lockdown
0: (laughs) yep yes yes if we're if we're um yes we're going into minute detail. Indeed, you are the fortunate one here. You don't have to
1: deal with um, The commute. People. <laughs> the commute all the products. Oh,
2: wait, you guys never have a yes. commute, so it's fine. Whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, our commutes are not real. Oh, mine is this week. I'm, I'm not near work this week, but regardless. Now, here on the show, we're somewhat excited about this because it's what should have happened sooner, and we believe it necessary to stop the spread. Unfortunately, people in the community don't seem to share our belief and feel no responsibility or remorse when it comes to endangering the lives of people in the community.
1: Now, on that note, how are we all? A lot better. Till you open your mouth with that.
2: Yeah, that was depressing. No, no I was fine. No, it's um, yeah.
1: You're absolutely right.
2: You're you're correct. I'm good. Because I I mean, just look cool. at how the <laughs> just look at how like the thing started. The the super spreader party that was in Bondi. There were like 30 people or something at that party who all were there. In those 30 people, 23 got infected and the seven people who didn't all had vaccines. So how can we deny that vaccines are working? How? How, I
1: ask
0: you. Who knows? People are... mm.
1: Yeah, well, look, I mean, just just quickly, I mean, the week that that we've had as well, um, obviously... um, the Prime Minister of Australia came out and said, um, oh, I almost said the thing, and I forgot that that was a new we weren't <laughs> to say. My God. We can say um, Scotty from Marco. The Prime Minister of our country came out and said, not. I uh, said that anyone that wants the AstraZeneca vaccine can go and get it now. Um, of course, if you got to get all of um, the medical experts' recommendation on that, of which all of them have come out and said, uh, that's not a good idea. Anyway. I'm still inclined to go get it, but for the fact that it—I didn't realize it's twelve weeks between vaccines for the the AstraZeneca.
0: Yeah, there's Are a big gap. Me? Mm-hmm.
1: Twelve yeah. weeks. I. You may as well wait for the Pfizer one to get here on a ship in several months' time, and you'll still have the second one. Now, that. see,
0: the Pfizer one is a little more interesting because I've heard that apparently GPs will be able to get the Pfizer vaccine out to people preferably by mid-July but you know delays happen and especially with something like this it's already been delayed so many times but I mean, here's hoping at least something can Drew, come. you got the jab I did get the jab I um this is one of the perks of part-time living with my parents who are essential workers um
1: turned out but also because of your health conditions. well
0: Funnily enough, I didn't even, I, I did not, not need to go down the asthma path to get it. So um, oh, okay. there was an opportunity for um, household members of parents or, or household members of someone that's in the pr- particular yes. um, profession that my parents are in um, to be able to go and get a jab done. Otherwise, there were, uh, wasted Pfizer vaccines, which, which is even more scary, really, that, that, you know, there are ones that are getting chucked out if they're not being used. So, um, I signed up, it told me I was going to have to wait a week, so I, uh, tried my luck, rocked up to the, rocked up to the venue on the day a week early, and they went, oh yeah, we'll just bring you forward to today.
2: Well, I have an uncle who yeah, basically told his GP, because he wasn't eligible to get the Pfizer, he wasn't eligible to get the jab yet. Um, yeah. This was before, obviously. This week RPM did made his announcement. Um, so my uncle yep. just called up his local GP and yep. was like, "Hey, we live up the road. If someone cancels, can you just tell us and we'll take their vaccine?" And their doctor was like, "Yep, that' great. Yep. Sounds good. Better not like easier. Better to not waste it, kind of thing." And yeah, that they had yep. uh, three cancellations that week and. Every time the doctor called them and him, his wife, and now his son have all gotten vaccinated.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, that's, well, that's, it's so much better not to waste the vaccine than see it go to waste. Like, I honestly don't care if a 16-year-old stepped forward and was like, I'll have it. Yeah, good. So that's one less person that we have to look at getting it. I mean, um, based on what Gladys Berejiklian said um, during the week for us, that, you know, as soon as the population gets to about 80%, um... I think it was seventy-five to eighty uh, percent vaccinated. We can start having the conversations around what COVID normal. Mm. They're giving names to bloody everything. COVID normal looks like. Um, again, if you look at countries like Singapore, oh. I think I touched upon it last week, but um, Singapore have now just deemed it as it's it's another strain of of flu. That um, we've done our bit in terms of uh, vaccinating the population, and now that's it. It's back to normal because we can't just continue living in lockdown fear forever because, as it turns out, we're not ever going to get rid of this thing properly. It's always going to, you know, rear its ugly yeah. head from somewhere. Yeah. Um, all that we can do is continue to vaccinate the population um, and that's it. And, and and so they did that. Yes, Singapore is a very unique case because it is basically a um, city-state. Um, uh, so it is slightly different. But Australia's Australia had the absolute problem the prime opportunity to do the exact same thing. Um, and what's interesting to <laughs> quote, I just said the line that I hate, um, but to what is interesting is that um, the Batuta advoca- Advocate had an article today about how the, the um, something along the lines of the three loudest cunts in all of Parliament um, have said nothing for several days since that announcement that Scotty, um, our Prime Minister, said, oh my God, I got so bloody close <laughs> to saying the thing there. <laughs> <laughs> I felt my heart in my mouth. For um, he uh, he did the he did his announcement, and um, he uh, yeah has since said nothing, nothing to back up the claim that he made, nothing to reinforce the claim that he made, nothing to reinforce that medical experts are now on board with the idea. He gave no warning to GPs about the idea that. Um, you know, the, anyone, everyone of every age can go and everyone see their GPs was and get blindsided. the vaccine. I heard like um, reports
2: of, I heard was of just reports blown away of people by it. like who went to see their GP and because their GP hadn't seen the news, they had no idea that they were support- like, they were like confused as because, again, no one got a heads up.
1: Well, he just said it out of nowhere. It's like he just thought of it on the spot and said, fuck me, that's a good idea. Like, what are you talking about? You have to consult this shit. You are the prime minister of the nation. You don't get to just fuck off for a G7 summit and then or G20 summit or whatever the hell it was and go, oh, the UK is doing vaccines and then come back in and go, you know what, guys? Vaccining, that's a good idea. Like, it doesn't work like that. And to have a, Barnaf- a batshit Barnaby, I should say, um, just wandering around getting fined for not, um, you know, wearing a mask in the state of New South Wales where lockdowns are for him to be, you know, um, one of his, his fellow ministers claiming that he's an incoherent kind of you know, take what you want from it. Um, I just don't understand how the hell we're in this situation. And then we have our um, health minister, whatever the hell did his Barnaby name is, Barnaby
2: become the head of the nationals party when so many <laughs> nationals hate him. Like they do. Like there's 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 so many people in the national parties who are so pissed off that he's become the head. He disgraced yep. the Nationals party because yep. the Nationals had you know their whole. It was like the it was the most epic comeuppance ever. The Nationals party did their whole rant over why gays shouldn't get married and how it was going to ruin the sanctity of marriage and how you know gays getting married were going to be. Hell on earth and they they're the reason why we had to have a plebiscite. Uh, well the main reason why we had to have a plebiscite, liberals backed that shit. Um but then Barnaby turned around and had an affair with his uh, one of members of his staff and Correct. fucked up his how many years of marriage with his wife and had adult daughters and uh the woman that he had an affair with wasn't that much older than his daughters, so you know. Well
0: it would be funny marriage. if that Young woman then wound up
1: with one of his daughters. Yes, and that oh. would be brilliant. Oh, that would be come up on Sir Barnaby. Um, that would have been look, poetic. I, look, I think, I think the main issue is that the National Party is incredibly outdated, and yes, I realise that you know parties like the Labour Party, um, who I'm not massively a fan of either, let's be honest, just for um, transparency here, um, the, the, the Labour Party don't focus enough on the country. I absolutely would agree with that. Um but based on the last elections, as I still stand by that the people out in the country deserve absolutely all the bad that happens to them, droughts and whatever considered, because they clearly don't give a shit about um, helping themselves because they vote for the same stupid shitheads that will get them fucked over time and time again. And they sit there and go, I don't know. It's like, it's like they piss in a bucket, tip the bucket on the head and go, I don't understand how that happened. Like, what do you think? So It, it you know, is interesting to think
2: about the fact that, the the rural australia is what got the vote across the line for um the
1: the party that doesn't care about um climate change or anything or doing something about it um and it was specifically since
2: then we've had black summer um we've had like
1: arctic winters
2: yeah and then we've had uh covid which has basically shut down all the country so we can't those areas, the only little bit of money they, they were getting because, mm-hmm. you know, they were had such shit conditions was through tourism. And now that's all fucked up. So, like, it is kind of interesting. It's, it's not, it's all natural disasters. But for people who are so God-fearing in a lot of ways and, you know, they believe in mm. the holy sanctities of marriage and shit like that to bring it back to that, you know, they've gotten comeuppance as well if you think about it. Which is a sad Absolutely thing to right. say, because it's not everyone's fault. Like, I think about that woman who, like, totally rejected ScoMo's handshake.
0: Oh, yes.
1: oh, oh, no. oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: oh, crap. It's
1: yes. hard to say. It's hard to avoid Ooh. saying, isn't it?
2: It just rolls off the tongue. I know
0: it does. <laughs> that's why But I that's hate the it so problem. It rolls it's... off his own tongue as well. That's why we can't indulge it. Okay, fine. This, I'll get punished this next smug,
1: week. Horrible face. Yep.
2: Um, or will I? So will or will I get punished the week after? Because next week is special cool week. I just remember. Next being
0: week is fun. a very special week, so we will have to um, convene and make a decision you. on that. Correct.
2: Um. Anyway. So, but anyway, like it just. I don't know. It's just such a tough one, and like the national. I don't think there should be a coalition. This is a really roundabout way of me saying the coalition sucks.
1: <laughs> I agree. If you can't stand on your own two feet, tough shit. Do, try harder. Yeah.
2: Like the coalition was literally created because these two parties were like, oh, we can't, we, we can't win on our own. Let's pretend tough that shit. we're one party. Deal with it. They're not one party. I don't get why we treat them like one party. Mm. How does that work?
1: But that's it, though.
2: Why does that Tough work?
1: Shit, deal with it. If you can't get enough votes, that's your problem. Come up with another solution. Stop getting um, Murdoch media on your side and making yourself look much better than you are. Stop trying to dig the bottom of the barrel and get the stupidest folk in the country to be on your side. Try harder. Simple.
2: And maybe yeah. that's it. it. Also, if I was the Nationals, I'd kind of say to the Liberals, because like. I mean not that I want Barnaby as Prime Minister. Oh god. But oh. if I was the Nationals, I would hundred percent be like, Why aren't we PM? Why are you guys
1: PM? Well PM well, f-
2: Because if it wasn't for us, you would never win. Yeah,
1: well but, but it's funny. <laughs> ever. It's funny that though, in that Western Australia where there is the minority um well, you know, Labour won the last election there, something like if there's a hundred seats, they won it like ninety eight to one hundred kind of uh, ninety eight to two. Um there is no liberal member in the house of parliament in western australia there are only two nationals so the national party is the head of the coalition over there really so if the nationals if if yeah if the labor party all had to bow out or something like that there'd be a national premier of wa
2: wow i mean not that they would with 98 seats but that's interesting
1: no yeah exactly like that's the only place where there's that kind of thing it's hilarious um yeah, turning ourselves or, or, or ourselves and our attention back to COVID um yes. Sorry, yeah, it's been interesting the wrong. fact that we were no 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 it's perfectly fine no right? this is good we, you know we, we spoke about it though that, that last week I imagine we'll probably end up going to end up in a lockdown and then you yeah. know, the day after or two days later we were in a lockdown um and here we are we're in a lockdown and therefore having to um uh record remotely again back to doing that again um and uh yeah, look, I mean, the numbers have gone up and down and kind of fluctuated, but that was um, that was. I think we're on uh, 122 uh, cases. What is, yeah. what, what's interesting on the numbers, I said that intentionally that time, um, is the the government predicted that the, well, expected the numbers to be worse off than what they are. So we're actually not in a bad position, especially when you consider um, something like on Wednesday, the numbers were, or, or all cases that came through were actually traceable um, or linked directly to things that they already knew. So the fact that we're getting closer to this idea of understanding where all the cases are coming from, that, that's a good sign um, and it means things are heading in the right direction. Well, I, look, Again, it helps having one of the best track and trace apps, I think, in the world. That um, is yeah. that Wales is our benefit. Respect, like, this.
2: we do have yeah. that absolutely amazing track and trace app that, I, I mean, it's it's done wonders and I think everyone does kind of give it the good credit that it's due. But the fact that we're relying on that, and it's something that our state government has done. The,
1: the,
2: yeah. The COVID should have been dealt federally. I mean... I say that. A
1: lot of things should have been dealt federally. federally yeah, yeah, but, but I, I, I but say unfortunately, that. unfortunately, there's but a bunch also, of batshit idiots. If it there.
2: had been dealt with federally, do you think it would have turned out as good as it did?
1: I think it would have turned out as good as our vaccine rollout did from a national point of view, where the states are now running it. So there you go.
2: Yeah, that's true. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I It's one of those situations of, you know that when you do that like group project and you're like, Everyone should have contributed, but they didn't. But you're also like, if they didn't, if they had contributed, this assignment would have been shit, and we got an A. I'm not saying we've got an A,
1: but (laughs) no. But Bianca, what it's in in using that analogy, what's happening is that Scott, um, our prime minister, is basically (laughs) is basically taking the project off the desk and going, I'll present it to the class and then looking like the genius that did it all when really he did no, it literally nothing. No, I don't nothing. think
2: he's doing that. I think he's doing that thing where he'll be like, "I'll present it to the class," and then he's fumbling it, and everyone's just looking at him and being like, "How did you get it so wrong when it was all just laid out there for you?" Yeah, that's true. Cuz I mean, they're doing the Melbourne yeah. quarantine place uh, quarantine now. Um, they're building they've got they've the federal government have given them permission to build a quarantine like facility. Because Mel- Victoria keeps saying hotels are not quarantine facilities. Um, Which is true. So they have that permission now, but it's like Victorian ministers and government and medical f- f- like people and architects and stuff. They all got together, made all the plans, found the land, did everything. And now they're just like giving it to the federal government and saying, all you have to do is nod. And say yes, and we'll go do the rest. We're, let- We're not asking you for anything. We will do it. Don't worry. We've got this. And ScoMo sat there and... Oh, <laughs> oh
0: that's too... Wow.
1: Wow. It's so
2: easy to say. Fuck. Scott said... <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm just going to really go through it.
1: Just say fathead. He's been like... Fathead or smug face or... Pan scotty Chitter. from marketing he's
2: been like okay i've said yes and now they're gonna build it and i bet you any money once they build it he's gonna just stand there smugly and be like i said yes to that like,
1: <laughs> like him. yeah that was me that was all me
2: yeah all me
1: oh dear look um yes we're in a lockdown drew's had his first jab i'm gonna try and get my jab on the basis of being um a family member of a essential worker myself or a key worker I should say. Um, yes. Let's see what happens there uh, but otherwise it'll happen in the near future for myself. Bianca's not had it yet. I though. gotta
2: wait till the one that doesn't give clots because I suffer from migraines which is basically a clotting thing so that. they won't let me take it. Well,
1: you.
0: Then- so you need the Pfizer one and... Technically, as carer for your grandfather, you should already be eligible. Yes, but for my it.
2: GP doesn't have access to Pfizer. They're going to call me when they do.
0: Well,
1: right, okay. Anyway, we're going to head to a commercial, yeah. and uh, yeah. we'll be back with um, a little taste of France. A good taste, though, Ooh. not the boring kind. Wee wee, wee wee.
0: Hey guys, just a little PSA from us. Please remember, only go out if it's for something essential right now. And if you do need to go out, wear a mask, it helps you, it helps everyone else. It's the right thing to do in these times. Otherwise, stay home, listen to a podcast like this one. (laughs) See what we did there. Anyway, stay safe. If you can, get vaccinated. Otherwise, have fun. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: So, we're back. Um, Now, I'm a big fan of a certain... French cycling race um, that happens at this time of year, um, except for last year um, when COVID sought to basically ruin absolutely everything about the entire world. Um, I'm talking about the Tour de France. Um, And obviously last year it was actually held um, later in the year in like September or October even, which was a bit weird. Um, It was mighty cold for some of those cyclists. Um, But anyway, so for three weeks across June and July, um, the French countryside is swarmed with lycra-wearing, road-hogging human machines. Now, these guys are armed with um, nothing but a bicycle, a water bottle, um, and some thighs of absolute steel. A hundred cyclists compete to win the yellow, the green, and the polka dot jerseys. Um, And when, basically, the race ends up, um, after sneaking its way across the French countryside in Paris up and down the Champs-Élysées for several laps, and um, then a winner is declared. Um, Now, the daily stages of this race, um, it takes riders along the flat plains of countryside um, in the north and the south of France, as well as the steep as fuck mountainous Alps. Uh, The roads are littered with thousands of fans there to see the silent peloton ride past of up to speeds of like 70 kilometers an hour. It's pretty wild how fast these guys can go. Um, and, you know, we've also seen all the clips of the fans kind of hoarding around the riders as they make their way up these um, these alpine stages. You know, absolutely almost vertical climbs on these push bikes, and they're still going at like 10, 15, 20 kilometers an hour uphill. It's ridiculous how quickly they can do it. Um, but the important thing to think about is that In our minds, I know we all think it, they're too damn close. How are they not knocking the riders off their their bikes? It's just crazy to think about it. Well, it happened.
2: (laughs) Yeah, some camera whore basically thought that on day one of this year's tour, at a nice, flat, easy stage, riders riding about 60 kilometres an hour, that uh, they should try and get some screen time.
1: Yes, um... Yeah, it happened, as Drew said, Uh, and as Bianca said, a camera whore did ruin it for everyone. Um, Basically, this lady um, on the side of the road thought that uh, she'd be super clever, um, get a nice position on the side of the road, um, hold up a cardboard sign um, reading um, Go Grandma and Go Grandpa, something like that. Grandma and Grandpa in German. It was written in German. Um, Now, she held it up on this cardboard sign looking straight at the camera, not even there to look at the race because why else would you be standing on the side of the road watching a cycling race other than to watch the race? But no, no, she wasn't there to watch the race. She was there to look at the camera. And so she held her sign out as far as she could across the road and straight into the path of the oncoming riders. Um, (laughs) And as a result, one rider had to abandon the race um, or basically they had to retire because of the injuries they sustained. Um, And I think... Eight other riders had to be treated for their injuries and then continue to ride on while injured um, and are still riding and still recovering from those injuries that they suffered on the day. Um, eh, Funnily enough, the rider that actually fell and hurt themselves and had to withdraw um, is considering suing this lady on his own.
2: So she wasn't caught. The lady wasn't caught (laughs) at the event. Sorry, I'm Mm low-key. I can't help but giggle because even though it was a terrible thing that happened and all Mm -hmm. of the thing watching the footage of it was something out of like a comedy movie. And I just, I
1: seeing her get such a (laughs) a shock and then it all going horribly wrong for her. It
2: was funny, (laughs) but um, the lady wasn't caught and the race directors went public with their request for this lady to come forward. Um, They, they do intend to sue her for damages and to set a precedent for fans who choose to interfere with the race. Um, and so it started with a hunt.
0: A hunt for a... Con- Can't these fans just step
1: back? Well, look, it's it's been a problem for years. Um, it really has. Um, you know, I, again, we've all seen the scenes of these riders, again, pedal to the metal. They're trying as hard as they can to get up these mountain stages as hard as they can. They're exhausted. They're knackered. All they want to do is get to the top. They know that they can make valuable seconds or minutes On um, other general classification riders Um, This is the absolute pinnacle of human exertion, I believe I think that besides maybe a triathlon or something There isn't, or a marathon There's not really anything else um, that, that truly uses as much human energy As these riders face going up the hill And then they have to back it up the next day, even um, but you see it, there are, there are just swarms of people, and they have people screaming and shouting in their faces, flares going off, people spitting in their face, screaming at them, um, telling them to go harder or go faster, or like they hope that you win. I wouldn't want to hear any of that. You sometimes see cyclists swatting the people away with their hands, um. Some people even think that they shouldn't have to do that. They shouldn't have to. And some people even reach out and touch the riders or like pat them on the back or try and help and push them along, which Why? can get the rider disqualified, by the way. Because they think that they're they're important, basically, because humans <sighs> think that they're important and they're not. Um, the issue that we think is a lot of the time that people sit there, because it's kind of a day event. The roads are closed, so you can't go anywhere. You're parked up. you got to wait. A lot of these yeah. people have camper vans with them. Or something, so we think what happens is a lot of people get on the wine um, because you're in France. You may as well do that. Um, get on the champers, end up completely toasted, and um, then sitting in the sun all day. Really, really nice, and you know, get some feeling really good. And then they get a little bit too much kind of uh, energy, and they go and sabotage it for um, for everyone else. And the cyclists. is it
2: like Melbourne Cup but they get to be like on their thing. You know
1: those big perspex screen, a little bit like that, Bianca. Yeah. Perspex screens, true?
0: You, you know those big perspex screens that, you know, that they're using in shops now to separate uh retail workers from their customers or whatever. Why couldn't they just put sheets of that running down the race <laughs> on either well, side so no well, one can interfere?
1: Like a, like a hockey game. Yeah, well, boss like, well, so you you look the the tricky part is so during the the kind of the final kilometer two kilometers or so of a stage um, when it's a flat stage like a sprint stage um, you know something like 150 kilometers for the day and these cyclists are now getting towards the end and the speeds really start to pick up they are at about 70 k's an hour if not a little bit more Um, what often happens is that they do have kind of metal fencing you know that kind of like um cattle run sort of fencing, lining the roadway either way because the speeds are so high. Keep the distance. We know what's going to happen. You know, let there be some space. But what happens when they get to the mountain stages is that you you have a problem where you can't have those fences lining a 150-kilometer stage because there's just not enough of those fences around. Um, the other trouble is... No, no. Well, the other trouble is, under normal circumstances, you'll end up with a situation where the team car is sitting behind the riders. Um, However, there are rules about how close the car can be to the riders in front. So, for example, in order to not give riders behind a slipstream... The car can't be there if there's about a minute between a group of riders and the group of riders behind them. So what ends up happening is that the team car has to sit behind the riders behind the riders and keeps going further and further and further back down the road, basically, because when they get to the mountain stages, the gaps are so large. um, Oh, sorry, so small, or just people are spread out all the way up this side of this mountain, in terms of the riders, um, that there's no opportunity to have the car behind the team basically acting as the buffer to keep the crowds at bay. Um, so often these riders are all on their their own, and their team cars halfway down the mountain, um, and they just can't can't do anything about it.
2: Um, is it no? Was that's it, was it the Tour de France that like a couple of weeks ago, one of the team rider cars ran over a bunch a rider.
1: There was there was a, a it was it was a couple of years ago where um a car. Strangely enough, it is it exactly because of this rule about cars not being allowed to be in groups between. You know, if, if there's about a minute between the riders, the gap's too small. A group of riders yeah. broke away from the peloton and were about a minute and a half down the line. At that point, the team car said, well, I'm gonna, I've got to take you guys to get in the gap in the middle so that way I can support my rider in front. So this guy did this without really having permission from um, the race director, ended up clip- clipping about four or five cyclists throwing some of them into a barbed wire fence, um, some of them into thorny bushes, and some of them just into the ditch on the side of the road, damaging bikes as well, and uh, sped off to join the, the gap. I think that driver was completely um, barred from, from being able to be any support to any sort of um, road cycling road cycling race again. Um, there's been issues well, in the past... Given that he wasn't
0: a support to begin with.
1: Yeah, piece of shit. There, there has been issues where, yeah. I think it was about a couple of years ago... Um, some fans knocked the race leader, Chris Vroom at the time, um, I think he's a four-time winner now, uh, knocked him off his bike at one stage. Um another time, another time, fans crowded the road so much that the camera motorbike in front had to come to a sudden stop because, again, people in front of them ran in front of them. And the riders just ran straight into the back of um, the motorbike. That rider ended up having to run up half the mountain almost because his bike was damaged and he couldn't, couldn't, continue with his bike being ruined um you know fans being have been close to a serious problem for many years and now it's finally boiled over again um but what's the what's the
2: solution like i know that they're suing this lady but i don't think that's going to deter people in mass
1: oh i don't think so either but i I think I think there just needs to be the respect, but we're never going to get that. I think the the actual solution to this, I think it need. I think you need to either have a team car in between, or a team car in front, or I think that unfortunately it's just part of the tour. Um, and and look, when it or when, you start finding people,
2: yeah, but what look, body finds them? Because they can sue. But mm-hmm. the Tour de France isn't a governing body that can find them or a
1: The police are involved in this search for this lady, but but I think just just something that, that's something to note here is that when they're heading up the mountain, that's when it's the most intimidating mm. and the most uncomfortable, I think it I think for for the riders. Um and but also they're going the slowest. So besides the incident where um Chris Room was knocked off his bike which again, just so we're clear, because cycling does have this level of um, fairness to it, the riders further down the line, which, um, and also they don't want to be punished for this or have some investigation and something deems that, you know, um, it was a fan of theirs knocked off someone, some other rider, a rival of theirs kind of thing, the cyclists up in front slowed down and waited for this guy to catch back up the gap that he had. Um, Which is good So there are things in place which can allow for this The trouble here was this was on a flat stage A place where normally fans aren't really disruptive and reckless Because they're going too fast for someone to be stupid enough to be that reckless Unlike this fucking idiot lady Um, I I think the answer is Just hope that fans aren't so fucking stupid like this lady was because it doesn't happen very often where at high speed things go wrong because of fans. It does tend to happen at slower speeds where there's less risk, if you know what I mean. So there's not really a good answer yeah. for it. I think, it was if, uh,
2: in it stage one. It wasn't like... It wasn't like it was at a point where it was, you know, it's been a couple of things. People are tired. Ma- there's mm. mistakes made. There was like... Most of the riders had crashed. And like there were people who had to climb out of that like yeah. rat's nest basically yeah and yep. figure out where they were going and what they were doing yeah, and it was,
1: a, it was a total mess total mess because this person held up a sign basically in front of a car imagine someone putting up a board in front of your car and you having nowhere to go but to hit it and then ricochet off that and into the car next to you that's what happened um yeah, it's an obstruction. It absolutely is an obstruction. I mean, look. I mean, if we're looking at, at at kind of bad shit that's happened over the years as well, one other thing that's happened is a couple of years ago, um, the Australian race hopeful at the time, Cadell Evans, someone had left um, nails on the ground to puncture several people's tires in hope that someone else would 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 um, gain advantage because people are assholes. Um, again, fortunately, the cyclists further down the line all slowed up and waited for this guy to catch back up, but doesn't matter the damage is done it knocks you off your game it, it knocks your confidence about and it, it just kind of distracts you from your rhythm that you're they in. they put nails yeah, to puncture ties. and it worked to puncture both sides um and then it happened again a second time for Jeez. him but again they, they slowed and waited but look that's that's just the way it sadly goes um that's the tour de france sometimes
2: that's intense i i don't really follow the tour de france i'd love to go see in. it one day yeah live i wouldn't be an asshole about it I, look, but the, i
1: no i would love to go i just
2: think it. it's such an interesting thing i like i like races which i don't really think i've ever told you i do mm. like races and all that but i think i i have a short patience for them so i just i like the idea of a tour de france where you're just gonna see one section and they're all gonna go by and then you're like cool let's go on with our day yep.
0: <laughs> can we just can we just go with a with a bike and start riding through the crowds and start hitting the fans with the bike.
2: I mean, I'm not that great at riding a bike, but sure, we can try.
1: I wouldn't be able to ride it up the hill either. <laughs> hey, um, look, the Tour de France though is is also a great escape for us Aussies because obviously we're watching it in the middle of winter. I mean, it's on on mm. um, every night at the moment. It's on yep. now. Um, one thing that's wonderful about is that you can turn on the tv and and uh get a great escape and watch some wonderful french summer weather you know nice long summer days seeing some chateaus and some um ruins or castles or little villages oh it's absolutely gorgeous to go and see and um you know yeah yeah I, I i would love to go and watch it one day um ride past that'd be fantastic um let me, though, tell you that there is some good news to this story, because I'm sure that you're all wondering yes. that. Did she make an escape? Hasn't she been found? That sort of thing. Yep, she's been caught. She has been caught. So, um, she actually handed herself in to a local police station in France, um, reason being. Uh, this search started to gain some traction. So... Um, some people were were starting to tip off a local radio radio station or or they started announcing you know sightings of the woman and stuff like that basically people were really starting to get into this this whole find the fucking idiot kind of thing <laughs> um, and and it 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 worked they found her and uh, so she handed herself in the police have fined find her 1500 euros for um, causing an avoidable, Um, accident or something like that um but then the governing body of the tour de france looks like they are still going to proceed with legal actions as will the cyclist who was injured himself as i mentioned earlier so yeah good news um and that's what dead shits deserve Mm. just
2: quickly because you were talking about powerful thighs at the beginning i've been thinking this entire time of there was this video that came out i think at the last olympics um Mm or well, just before the last Olympics of this cyclist, Olympic cyclist, who they were like, can he battle a toaster? Um, and the reason why, that, so so he got onto like a power bike. I can't remember his-
1: Power, a toaster. I thought you meant like, could he defeat a toaster? Like, well, possibly because
2: I just remember that his thighs, because you said powerful thighs, massive thighs. His thighs <laughs> were as big as the toaster.
1: Have you, have you seen, like think of, I was going to say, think of a toaster. I was going to say, have you seen pictures of what a Tour de France cyclist thighs look like at the end of a stage? Those things. Yeah. Where
2: they're all just like muscle and They look like horse
1: legs. The veins are enormous. You know. I just
2: know that this guy tracked so fast that he, he, he toasted toast before the toaster did. Like he, surprised. they got like, I don't remember what they did, but I just know that they, he was powering a bike. Um, oh no, that's right. They didn't actually toast it. They, they wanted to see if he could get to 700, power the bike enough to get to the 700 watts before the toaster did. And it did, he did. And surprised. his legs were just like veiny muscle.
1: Again, if you, if you watch war of the worlds, there's the, the kind of like veiny vines that end up everywhere, coating everything. That's what a cyclist's legs look like after the Tour de France. It's kind of gross, but Creepy. it's incredible. They're, they're absolute machines. Um, it is so impressive to see what they can do. And again, the the, the fact that they ride about 150 kilometers every single day. Um, in fact, uh, just the other night, um, Saturday night, they did a stage, or, or was a Friday night, uh, um, the stage of the Tour de France was 200 kilometers ro- long. The same sort of length that a normal kind of single day race would be, and they did this as just one of something like twenty four, um, well not twenty four, something like that stages of the Tour de France. Pretty crazy. Wow. Well, Geez.
2: on that <laughs> note, maybe we should yeah. go to the quote for the week. Come back to topic three. Yep. And um, we'll figure out, find out who won the Tour de France next week. Who will we know?
1: No, the week after, I think. We'll
2: we'll get back to everyone about that. and Hopefully there's no more crushes. Let's see. Hmm. And we are here for another week with What the Quote. And last week's quote was... Drew?
0: Leave the gun.
1: Take the cannoli. Yes, uh, of course, that is from The Godfather. One of those famous scenes that we've never seen because we've never seen The Godfather.
2: Actually, for a change, all three of us haven't seen a movie. It's not just me.
0: This is a miraculous moment that we must...
1: Alter, sure
2: yeah eventually um but phil i think you've got this week's quote for us
1: it's not a man purse it's called a satchel indiana jones wears one
0: <laughs> and of course if you know what that quote is from reach out to us via raven beacon or you know the usual things facebook twitter instagram anyway back to the show
2: so um Today, there were two announcements. And if you guys were wondering a couple of weeks back, we were saying, hey, let's free Britney. Um, And the world saw that and were like, hey, let's free Bill Cosby. So that happened.
1: Um, (laughs) Mm. Oh, dear. Yeah. Today,
2: uh, Bill Cosby was released from prison after spending two years inside in the slammer. Uh, He got his, I think it was a Pennsylvania court, successfully... uh, decided that no he you know we're gonna take him out no, he doesn't need to be in prison anymore uh and he came out and tweeted um that you know he he always he was so glad that his fans always believed in him um so that happened and can, wait, wait,
1: then no, no, hold, on, no, hold on hold on hold on can i can i just quickly say that no bianca that's yeah. exactly he is so incorrect because he was not found innocent he was released on clerical error a technicality is what got him out and that is because um, a judge many years ago in 2004 or 2005 um, had suggested if he kind of owns up to some things that he's done wrong they can help him catch somebody else and he went, oh, okay, I'll do that but because he agreed to do that it meant that he could never be prosecuted for these crimes that he did and that's why he was released not because he's innocent he's as guilty as the day he fucking did it but because mm. of a technicality he got released Anyway, continue, Bianca. Where are we?
2: Well, along with Bill Cosby, uh, the today was also the day that uh, James Franco also made a $2.2 million settlement in court regarding him and his col- uh, colleagues coercing young acting students to make part in highly explicit sex scenes on camera. So basically, he was asking women to, oh, just get naked and I'll film you and, you know, it'll be fine. And um, they were. He was kind of like. I, I think one of the accusations was he got rid of their modesty um little patch, uh, yeah, in the geez. middle of the scene. And another one was that he was coercing them, and he they didn't actually want to have sex. Well, this, he could this is just simulate sex. This is
1: just once again Hollywood justice prevailing.
0: Apparently so.
1: Yeah. I, look, I I just don't understand. I don't understand how people can be defending this decision, you know, like it just, oh, like it just is so infuriating, you know, when there has been so many people um, have been against Bill Cosby and come out and spoken about it. I think it's something like 60 people came out and said something about this or having been a victim of this and still... He somehow claims that he's the winner in all this.
2: Didn't his wife did his wife leave him?
1: Fucked if I know she'd better off.
2: I just <sighs> you're right. Like I think in both the James Franco and the Bill Cosby cases, so many people have come out against both of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And yet somehow they're still managing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But then there's also like Kevin Spacey and uh
1: No, he's just Donald gay, Trump. So for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um Do- did, Donald- Bianca, what did you just say? Oh no. Wow.
2: Have I done this 3 times in one episode? You hit the trifecta
0: in one, in one episode.
2: The former president of the United States of America. Yes. Uh he Ah, fuck me. I'm so annoyed at myself right now. I can't even think. Let's
1: just steer it back to cancel culture, shall we? (laughs) Yes. Well,
2: look, this does bring us all around to cancel culture because these are men that probably deserve to get cancelled but haven't been or have just got They've been cancelled by the public but they've gotten off with their crimes. And this is a topic we all love and we all think and we talk about a lot. But I think this week is kind of like cancelling that is you know cancelled
0: <laughs> yeah cancelling cancel we agree with but the yes. cancelled people have somehow gotten themselves uncancelled in the eyes of the law even though they're still cancelled with the public yeah mm. yeah yeah i yeah, can't exactly.
2: believe i said Donald Trump. i need to i need to <laughs> Did you just say now i just said you trunk can't... so it's fine no oh, i said oh, trunk
1: okay. You can Alrighty. go back
2: and listen to that recording. I no, I heard he it,
1: Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, heard what trunk. you said. I, I heard what you said, but I'm giggling um. about the fact that you said "trunk." <laughs> <laughs> That's I was
2: scary. picturing his pants in my head. I don't know why. And you know, like, you like call shorts trunks. I'm like, yes. I. Whenever I think of the former president of the United States, I think of this like weird um, comic that someone once did of him where he's like all arch forward and he's basically orange with yellow hair and <laughs> he's got on this navy blue suit and I, I'll I'll, sh- I'll, send you the photo I'll tweet it out yeah, as I think well. I know
1: exactly the picture you're talking about
2: you know what I mean like there's this one comic that I think of every time I think of him and I was thinking of the pants. <laughs> anyway. well I always just picture
1: him I always picture just a side on image of him with his hands up and him slanting it like a like a slant leaning forward hilarious um i think he yeah, should but, do a uh,
0: partnership but, with uncle rico yeah start selling donald's trunks oh
1: no a question, a question
0: tony
1: for tony abaddon um, for a pair drew uh, so this is this is once again bringing it back to cancel culture um yeah. you know you know with the with the um james franco one yeah situation um didn't didn't what is for many years seems to have been his best friend recently yeah. recently acknowledged that um he he has no intention of working with franco anytime or like for the foreseeable future kind of thing is that right P- pretty
0: much so seth rogan basically like he was asked about it he didn't really want to talk about any of it but he just he just flat out said look i have no plans to work with franco and, and that was it like it wasn't for a while it wasn't anything it was just I have no plans to work with him and it was just at that he didn't want to say anything more basically just left it at that which is wonderful that you know that he's got the integrity to be able to make that claim Um, I I guess like it's also a little bit sad because it's great to see those two you know on film together but at the cost of this I, I think we can all you know suck it up and deal with it and i think that it's fantastic yeah. that he's sticking to his guns rather than turning a blind eye for a friend which i'm sure is going on constantly in that industry even especially even for the cases that we're not hearing about yeah i'm a bit sure.
2: confused about that though because i was listening to like just a couple of weeks ago yeah he's well, while this thing was still going on and they started talking about it a bit in 18 news isn't he doing a Hulu thing with uh, James Franco?
0: Is he? I don't know.
2: I think he is. I think that there's something that it's in production, a Hulu series. Um, mm. I don't know, but apparently uh, Franco does have some... Well, he was supposed to have some involvement in it. I don't know if he still does, so that might be something.
1: Maybe he doesn't anymore. Maybe he doesn't anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, this
2: was before Seth Rogen came out and said he's not talking to him anymore. But so it could be that he no yeah. longer has anything in that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. I, but what
2: what would we call Seth Rogen? Like, has he cancelled James?
1: Why he's well. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, look, he's he he, he it look it. It's canceling to the extent that he's planning on not doing any more work with him canceling, but again, yeah. was there something in the pipeline? I don't, know. I don't know. But look, it's certainly not to the same degree um, that cancel culture has been going to. What Seth Rogan mm- did? No, not not quite to that level. But you know,
0: it, we we've seen careers die overnight thanks to cancel culture whether they
1: should have or not.
2: But in most cases, it is should. Like, there's a a lot of... Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, Innocent victims. There are innocent
2: victims, but there are a lot of cases where it should have been cancelled. But there are cases in which, you know, people have been cancelled for the wrong reason. Or people have been cancelled for something that Mm. happened years ago and they've already... I'm thinking of Kevin Hart here, and again, I'm not a massive Kevin Hart fan. Mm -hmm. But... Kevin yeah.
1: Hart. Mm. I'm on site. I'm on your side. You, of this yeah, one. you know what I'm going to yeah. say.
2: Kevin Hart tweeted out the gay yeah. jokes many years ago and said some pretty shit mm-hmm. things about the gay. Well, said that if his son ever turned gay, he'd beat him up or something. Um, he said it years and years ago and then he came out and apologized for it and then he became he got, you know, told that he was going to be the host of the Oscars, was it, or the Emmys, I can't remember. Uh, one of the yeah, big they, they shindigs. Confirmed. And then someone dredged up his tweets, it trended, and then he got cancelled again. But between him tweeting that and between the Oscars and the Emmys, he had actually come out and apologised. Like, he had said, look, those things that I said, they Mm -hmm. were shit, shouldn't have said them. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. He did his apologies, he said his piece, that should have been it. He'd moved on, he'd done things since then, you know, That should have um, been the end of it, but it was not. And they dredged it up and he said, I'm not going to apologize again, which is a fair call. You already said your piece. You've already done your time. Shouldn't, like, they should have just let it go kind of thing, but they didn't. I don't know. That bothers me still to this day.
0: Well, look at um, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and how they dredged up the photos of him doing blackface at a party once and that that rocked the boat for a little bit but it didn't stick see on
2: that one i think that's a bit different because he never that was the first time it came out yeah here's the difference between that and kevin hart kevin hart's tweets had already come out and he'd already been dragged and canceled once because of it and he apologized and he did the time and he came back better yeah when Justin threw and then
1: they did it again
2: yeah but
1: <sighs> no 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 i mean i mean then then he had to deal with the repercussions a second time
2: yeah yeah then he had to deal with it again but like yeah it was just he didn't want to apologize and that's fair enough you don't have to apologize twice
1: mm.
2: in my opinion
1: correct
2: right. um i agree yeah Unless it was something really bad or they found extra shit. Do you know what I mean? Like if Mm. there was extra shit involved. But Justin Trudeau's one, he, the first time that anyone ever found out about the blackface was that one time. Now, that was the first time it ever came up. So they tried to counsel him. In Justin Trudeau, if you're playing the, you know, sympathy card, what's it called? Devil's Advocate. Yeah. He apologized straight away and he was like, nah, it shouldn't have happened. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. Should he have gotten canceled straight away? I don't know. I don't know enough about Canadian politics. I don't know if he's secretly a dick. Like if it was Scotty from marketing whose pictures came out mm. with, with his track record, he fucking deserves to be canceled because um, that would just be the cherry on top of a very, very, very giant Sunday of shit. Um. Yep. But I don't know enough about Trudeau Apart from he's insanely attractive Which is odd to say about any politician <laughs> He is it, right. I, okay. I know you two are like, really? No, he is
1: Um. He just looks like a white guy Yeah, but like a, Kind of like a slightly Mark Zuckerberg-y kind of white guy He
2: really guy. isn't a white, Mark Zuckerberg-y white guy He's very like charming white guy I can't explain it. That's
0: just your average holzer.
2: If he was walking a dog through a park and he came up to me and said hi, I'd say, okay, I'll marry you. Like, (laughs) that was... um, But I don't know anything about him. This is just all attractiveness.
1: Well, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. But, okay, let's going away from from Justin Trudeau then. Um, How... So, cancel culture exists, and we know why. Again, Kevin Hart's an example there. In fact, um, a couple of other examples for you. J.K. Rowling's one. Um, Ellen DeGeneres' one. Um, we have um, Shane um, Gillis, who was or Gillis, who was a host on Saturday Night Live um, and lost a job from it. Um, the guy that... Who's the host of The Bachelor in the or Bachelorette in the U.S.? He's just um, suffered from cancel culture. Um, Louis C.K., Roseanne Barr... Ryan Seacrest.
2: Ryan Seacrest.
1: Ryan. Um. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Hey, what, what did he do? Ryan he, he did something wrong, and it just went horribly wrong for him. But Ryan Seacrest is on there.
2: I don't know. I know that. I know that the Kardashians, because he was more technically a producer on the Kardashians TV show, and you know how the oh Ka- that should be why. You know how the Kardashians have said, "Oh, where you know it's." I don't know if you guys have paid attention to this, but it's their final season. It's not. They've just.
1: Right. yeah dropping secrets the and they're going changing. to hulu right okay
2: yeah so there's still going to be a keeping up with the kardashians it's just going to be different and i don't um, know why they keep talking about it like it's ending it's really not
1: <laughs> the, the the trouble that i have with this sort of stuff is some people take responsibility for the things that they've done wrong and still get kind of can again kevin spacey is an example he's disappeared harvey weinstein he's an example of cancel culture uh, these are cancel yeah. culture for the good and i put Ellen generous in the same um vein as these two um dipshits um yeah. not because of what they did but because of the effect that it had on people um so so that you know that that's one way of doing it but but Besides that, how do we discern basically who should or should not be condemned, or who should or should who should not be um, cancelled? Um, in other words, boycotted. You know, you see brands it happens to as well. Who? How? How is it decided?
2: I think physical mm. and high mental harm should be cancelled. Um, Another case that we talk about a bit, but we haven't talked about for a while, is the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp thing. Hmm. I don't understand why Amber Heard hasn't been cancelled, because even if you believe... I mean, even if Johnny Depp did everything that Amber Heard has accused him of, and even though I don't think he did, I also can't say he didn't, because I wasn't there, I wasn't a part of it, etc., all of the vo- video and photograph and voice evidence definitely shows that Amber Heard was counseled. not innocent and she exactly. did some pretty fucked up shit and she should definitely be equally as counselled. Not
0: but... well, to mention that, that she had a history of, a, of you know doing this to other people beforehand and that was all in court.
2: Yeah, so she should definitely be cancelled too. I don't know why she isn't. I can't say what the hell is going on through the public. But again, that caused physical, mental, detrimental harm. If yeah. you're getting cancelled for that, I'm glad you're getting cancelled. But if you're getting cancelled for something that you can definitely work through, I mean, I, I again, I'm a member of the LGBT community. I'm proud of that. But if, like, someone said something bad about the LGBT community and then apologized for it profusely and, like, sought help and, you know, changed their mind and was like, you know, I fucked up. Yeah. This is thing. I'd be like, yeah, cool. We're cool.
1: But but does it... We're I done. guess it falls That's on it. the idea. Come back. Like, is you're fine. Is it for us as the public to make, make the decision um, or make the calls on who can be cancelled or who can't <laughs> be? Um, I think... And I think uh, as an answer to that, I think partly a little bit yes. But unfortunately... Society is probably. What's the what's the term? It's a person isn't stupid, people are stupid, so a person on their own is fine. But it's when there's a. I I don't want to use the word sheep because it's such a incorrectly used group mentality. Yeah, it's group mentality. So
2: mob mob mentality actually. Yeah.
1: So so if one person says one thing, everyone's going to say it. If one person says, I mean, it's like a little bit like that scene on The Simpsons where. You know, for fun, when Bart's not at school He goes to the bank and says What do you mean you don't have our money? And then it sets off an entire right in the in the bank You know, it's that idea that as soon as one person's Thinking something or saying something Everyone will get on board with it Um, and, and That's that's kind of cancel culture Is that one person will think something Someone else will get on board with it Um, my other issue with it is Is that it, a lot of the time it, it, it revolves around PC culture Political correctness, um And the sad fact that PC has gone mad. Mm. And no, that's not me. But I mean, political correctness has gone mad. um, Because it has. It has gone mad. We are seeing things being judged in ways that are unfair. And again, that's why earlier this year, I I backed the idea of that um, Golden Gay Time should have to change its name. We should cancel the name Golden Gay Time. Because I don't think it's fair that you know a particular... Um, I would consider myself absolutely on the left. I, I am. I'm in fact I'm probably a centralist, but I probably am a left leaning centralist. Um, I I I would say that that um, the left yeah. <laughs> probably are looking for something that is too much of a bubble wrap kind of world, and that is completely incorrect because there is no safeguard then. Um, for if and when somebody decides that that's not what they want, no one will be around to be able to protect the rest of the people from it. And in fact, someone, will, everyone will just be on the floor crying and rocking themselves back and forth saying they're offended by something. So I think that the we're heading down a dangerous path and I think that there needs to be something that brings cancel culture kind of into line, but I do think that there is, I, is I don't, respect Yeah, it.
2: I think there needs to be a medium. Yeah. Because you can't accept, you can't accept when people are assholes. No. But I think I think there needs to be things. So, like J.K. Rowling situation.
1: She should, yeah.
2: She's fucked up. She said some pretty shit things. Don't buy her book. Yep. Like, don't buy her book. Just don't acknowledge her. Don't go there. Don't say anything. Just ignore her. Let her become. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obsolete. Is that what I'm the looking crack for? The
1: crackpot sitting in the corner.
2: Yeah. Just let her melt into the background. Oh, and- there's
1: JK being her batshit crazy self again.
2: Yeah. And let it go. And that's all you have to do. And it doesn't have to be... And again, it's another thing, the situation of like, that's a shit thing that she did. But at the same time... Like, the death threats... I think there's, like, a lot of people who are doing death threats and shit. Like, there's this extreme side to council culture, too, that doesn't prove that you're the better person or the smarter person. Mm. It's this this thing that I've always said. In an argument, being the louder person doesn't make you right. And I feel like council culture is just being the loudest in the room.
1: 100% it is, Bianca. 100% it is. You know, exactly, exactly right. And and that's... um again there are people that probably deserve it um the harvey weinsteins the, El- the ellen there generous. are
2: definitely people who do. yeah
1: absolutely you know absolutely there are however the problem with cancel culture is that there is um there is only one version of it and that is always the same way it's used again and again and again and again and i think that as you say bianca it's not the right solution for every situation and it, except because there's only one way to apply it. it gets applied the same. So it does two things. It kind of undoes the effect or the um, severity of what the thing is, because everyone just goes, oh, here we go again, cancel culture again. It almost becomes a little bit like Boy That Cried Wolf kind of thing. Um, but also for those that haven't earned it, it's such a severe penalty to receive.
2: Actually, now that I think about it, like cancelling Harvey Weinstein for raping multiple women and, you know, torturing them with, you know, blackmail mm. of, over their careers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Being equated to, ugh, as mm. terrible as this sounds, J.K. Rowling saying some shitty things about trans people. And it is shitty. I'm not saying it's not. But, but,
1: but shitty it, ignorant things.
2: Yeah, shitty ignorant things. Yes. That's yeah.
1: not the same thing at all. I mean, I understand how um, you... If it relates to you, I, yeah. You're if you are a trans person, by one, yeah, a hundred percent.
2: But I don't. It, it even it's in not the like a thing. prison, even in like a judicial system, it would not be equated to the same amount of penalty. Do does that make sense?
1: Correct. Yes.
2: Yeah. So wiping it with this, like, way the way you yeah. just said it, yeah, wiping that with the same brush, it's not seem it, it kind of trivializes what Harvey Weinstein did. As weird as that yeah, sounds, it, it not yeah, not but it's not. Not intentionally. It's still a bad thing. And two things can still be bad, but not be as bad as each other.
1: But it does. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I look, it's like I've that th-
2: person who had, like, a really bad cold and was out for three weeks. And they're like, yeah, I had a really shit time. And then, like, oh, I was so sick. And then they're talking to a person who has cancer. And they're like, yeah, man, I was sick for those weeks too.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but it is. Because it's like, you can both yeah. be sick, but you're just maybe not as sick as each other. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's not a you know you're not going to give chemo to both of them because this guy's got a cold and this guy's got cancer, just like you wouldn't give the guy with cancer, you know, some codrail and and a box of tissues and say good luck, like you know there's not one size fits all. But unfortunately, cancer culture equals one, one size, size fits, fits all. all. Yeah. Um, look, I think it's one that we need to explore a little bit further, and we will maybe in our next century um, as in of episodes <laughs> because uh, we have now reached. The end of this episode. <laughs> Which is uh, $199. Have we Have done that? It is our... Yes, it's our 199th episode. And that means that next week is our 200th. Um, but before we do that... That sound means one thing. It is now time for us to go. But um, before we do that, before we leave you waiting for our 200th episode... Um, we need to get to our kent of the week, and we have two nominees this week. We do indeed, and we're not sure who gets it. Drew, give us one. Bianca, you give us the other. Ready? All right. So,
0: first up, our uh, deputy PM, Mister Barnaby. Barnaby Joyce. Who I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with us saying his name on air because he's a laughing stock. Well, it sounds stupid.
2: Yep. <laughs> Barnaby.
0: Yes. It- <laughs> Barnaby. Well, Mr. Barnaby decided that it was perfectly acceptable while we are in the midst of a lockdown to lead by example and be just like any other general member of the public that doesn't seem to give a rats and got out of his vehicle at a service station at Armadale, refueled his car and then went into the service station to pay without wearing a mask. Now, god bless the uh the very very um uh what's the word i want to say um let's go with magnificent bystander who witnessed this called new south wales police and reported him new south wales police then followed up by going to the service station and checking the footage and sure enough it was him and they slapped him with a two hundred dollar fine. Suck on that.
2: Uh, so, who are we nominating the 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 person who called?
0: I, I I don't know. Do we nominate the person who called? Do we nominate New South Wales police for doing their job?
2: I, <laughs> I don't think we can nominate people for doing their job. But the person who called, yeah, who were like, who, who like him. looked at him, the
0: person that dubbed him, and, in, and
2: yeah. was like, let's, Barnaby, let's nominate them. You're not wearing your fucking mask. You know what I'm going to do, mate? I'm going to call the coppers on you. Um, yep. It wasn't the cops he called though. He called the specific. There is a tip line. We the can dob each other line, in. Yeah. <laughs> there is a dob a dob line, and uh, he called the dob line. Um,
0: oh, I like that.
2: So <laughs> he's a good he is a good thing, but there is also the Sydney shop that uh, made CNN uh, made the news for calling Scotty a dickhead.
1: Um, Yeah. Some Sydney shop owner wrote
2: a funny uh, message on their whiteboard where he was like, you know, we would love to have you guys all here, but we can't be open because our prime minister is a dickhead. And CNN (laughs) decided to air that. And yeah, I I think that person deserves some props because called out our prime minister and got international coverage.
0: I've actually got the quote here. Yeah. Dear uh-huh. customers, we will be closed for the foreseeable future because Scott Morrison is a useless dickhead who only ordered enough vaccine to vaccinate 4% of the population 18 months into a pandemic. All the best, Sydney.
2: How weird is it I that love we it were the, so like much. we were the golden standard of the world and now we're like the laughing stock?
1: Yep. We are we really are yep. um all Murdoch media wouldn't let you believe that but it is true we are a laughing stock of the world but the central news network is there to deliver it to the world
2: so who who really? shall win uh, S- oh. Sydney shop owner or the legend of Barnaby
1: the trouble is ones on a global scale and ones on a local, local scale i like laughing at us at a, lo- a local scale but i also like laughing at us on a global scale I feel mm. like
2: wa- I feel like both are very embarrassing to the government. I mean, Barnaby's just embarrassing. Let's be honest. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: Barnaby is the embarrassment. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. I really want to give it to the. Oh, I don't know. I vote. I vote shop owner. Because global embarrassment is bloody brilliant right now, especially when the Murdoch media are so busy with their heads up their asses being like, we're all good. Um, Drew? Yeah.
0: See, it's not like we can leave you as the deciding vote. Like, It's more like I'm the deciding vote here. Ugh. Oh, <sighs> you know what I I'm of the um, the same mentality as the both of you I think laughing at us on a global scale is brilliant however um, I do think a special mention for that um,
1: that wonderful human that called in and reported Barnaby I think <laughs> yes and in fact in in fact in any other week you would be given our sick end of the week but just you, unfortunately you were, we were our first choice <laughs> yeah until, it was until, yeah, until yeah, the global
2: scale <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely alright in that case then um, Sydney shop owner um, that made CNN news you are our second of the week for this week um, special mention obviously to the person that Dob Barnaby in and also special mention to CNN for reporting on the uh, the brilliant sign um, until next week guys when it is our 200th episode uh, I say thank you Bianca thank
2: you Phil thank you Drew I say, I
1: say thank, thank you thank you Bianca thank you Phil until next week yep Thank mm-hmm. you.